Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Weekly Games Chat. I'm your host, Chris. Tennessee lost again. As always, I'm joined by my co-host, Sean. <laughs> wow. Uh, how's everybody doing, huh? <laughs> and John. <laughs> this was a... Uh, you should like that, too, John. Small-scale little team, wasn't it? It was BYU. It was BYU. The, the other team. Oh, it was BYU. What the, the fuck fir- is BYU? The Brigham Young. Yeah. University. Like I should have. They have the holy out, out the, the holy uh the holy war every year. Yeah, it uh them in Utah. Yes. They come out the gate playing each other. Yep. Utah. It's nice. Utah. Utah. And it, it is always like exciting. I love yeah. watching that game every year. It's the Oots. Yes. <laughs> Cuz they they don't yeah. have much to get excited for in Utah. But that one day. Football, yeah. Yeah. Well, they got the Jazz. They do have the Jazz and the Mormons. Yeah. Yeah. Books of them. <laughs> yeah. It's a good musical. What else they got in Utah? Um, Mountains, Mitt Provo, Romney. Mitt Romney, and his. No, dude, he, is he, oh yeah, he did move out. Is there. he a Utahian? <laughs> what are you called if you're what's from the, Utah? Uh, Salt Lake City. Was the former ambassador to China? What was his name? No clue. President? John Huntsman. John Huntsman. Yeah, yeah I think John Huntsman. I think they said he's probably running for something. <clears throat> anyway, that's um, that's that's political weekly. We chat. can't do that. Yeah, shut weekly that down. Political chat. Kabosh on that. If I hosted that, I would come in and I'd be like, this week. Yeah. <laughs> I would try to be like that dude that used to have that show, McLaughlin Group. Sarah? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Anywho's. Any, everyone have a good week? Uh, I kind of, depends on what you say the week was. I've, I'm kind of going through a thing that's a customer i'm going through a thing. service type thing like something that john would go through oh. i'm kind of going through it tell you me got more. john this week well it's <laughs> i don't know what to do so uh, about a week ago um i have a, a, a this is and anything i talk about is not from the place i order from it's fantastic but i make a i make a purchase for some things for my little thing i do on the weekends right mm. yeah um everything comes in except for one thing and it's a facade Everybody in here know what a facade is? Something it's, that's not real. It was well, the thing that I'll be behind. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, and this particular that's a charade. <laughs> this particular facade uh, has a has a light kit on it, meaning that it can hold your lights. It's, and that's why I wanted it. It's lightweight. It's got. It's easier to transport, and it's kind of an all in one thing. It's great for what I do. It's fantastic. I noticed that it, it, it gets picked up from the same place as every other package that comes in, except for it doesn't show up on the same day. No clue. It ends up being held until the day after Labor Day, and I get it. Uh, when I get it, I notice uh, I, I need to put it together. It's, it's leaning against my wall. And uh, when I get it up, one side of the facade, <laughs> I see you're smiling at me when I say when I get it up, John. Ah. One side of the facade I notice is kind of bent, and the uh, it has a square that the uh, you have a light pole extension you put in, and it wouldn't fit because that square had gotten smushed as well. Right now, this is like a lightweight metal, so you think something really had to like kind of smush it. Oh yeah. So I ended up calling the place again. Fantastic place to order from. They say no worries. Put it back in the box. Send it to me. Side note on the box: it's one of those boxes that if you just touch it to open it, it falls apart. Yeah. You remember this story, kind of? Do you, have I told you this already? Off air. No, but I okay. just remember the box, the type of box. So <laughs> I, I get it back in the box. A lot of tape. What's in the box? Um, the, I take it back the next day to, uh, they told me to take it to UPS and it's funny cause as soon as the lady at UPS saw the box, she goes, let me get some tape. 
This was an addition to the tape I've already put on it, which was <laughs> rolls of tape. So um, it was very cool because the company said, look, we're going to go ahead and process your order. As soon as we know that UPS is shipping it to us, we're going to send you a new one. No worries. We don't need to see the one you sent us or going to send us because mm-hmm. we know it probably could have got damaged. Mm-hmm. Flash forward till today. I had to wait till today to get it. Today is Tuesday. We record, but you guys are listening to the podcast on Wednesday in your ears right now. So I'm excited. I'm at home with my, my child. She's sick from school. We're chilling. I hear the thing get dropped off at the door. I open it up. I'm like, here we go. It looks great so far. The little square thing I talked about is a square. Not squished. Light, life is good. But then I noticed the same panel, like it was the right side, down the down the actual like support part of the panel, mm-hmm. it's bent. It has like a ripple effect again. Oh, that sucks. So I go, can we work with this? I put the, the beams in. And I immediately noticed instead of instead of being straight up like field goal posts, one is straight up, and the way it's bent, one is kind of in a little bit. So I go, that's going to affect me putting the the top on. Mm. So anyway, I ended up switching some arms around, trying to make it look as not as crooked as possible. I've got how many people I have at my house? Uh, one, two, three, like four or five people at my house. It's always a party there. Um, I go. I need your opinions. Does this look bad enough to have to ship this back again? Everybody's going, it's not that bad, isn't it? It's, I didn't notice it till you pointed it out or this and that and the other. But all I can see when I look at it is a crooked light support system on my facade that I've spent quite a bit of money on. That's what you and I have in common. So I go, oh, no. Those tiny little things ruin <sighs> ruin the experience. Yeah. And it's like these companies, like they, they're doing it to wear you down. <laughs> Well, like I said, I, I order from a place Samsung. who basically has these things warehoused. Right. I love this website. It's If you're into music, uh, get in touch with me any kind of way you want to. I've got a place for you. They're fantastic. But I know that this, these things are probably sitting in a warehouse, which is why the boxes are like, you know, shredded paper when you touch them. And I don't know what to do. I'm driving over here today going. How long did it take to get it fixed the first time? Uh, So <clears throat> probably three to four days I got a oh. new one. Yeah. Like it, like I told you, I ordered it like on the twenty sixth. In John time, that's that's John's like that's, that's the blink of an <laughs> but eye. But that's two with the same panel that have had bent panels. That yeah, you, could just be that product, right? I, you know, if you don't, you I feel like you're just doing it because it's co- sort of a defeatist thing, and you're like, just it's just I don't feel like going through this again, right? But uh, you got to fight, right? You got to fight. I, you gotta fight. You're the only one that's told me that, and you're speaking to my soul right now. I, think I, I got, spent seven, six weeks with Samsung. You gotta fight. <laughs> I, I, I'll, I'll call the place again, and I'm sure they'll say yes. All right, I'm sorry. Let's try it again. But do I want the same product now? Because that's two that have come in, and I know that it has to I be the way they package it. Yeah. Problem is, these type of facades that that do the things that this one does, they're mm-hmm. they're few and far between. And I don't know. I mean, this is the one I've liked that I've wanted for probably a year and a half, two years. And it's all composed of that thin metal. It's not that's thin. Bendable. It's, it's not. It's not bendable. It's that, easy to bend. I should say. No, we couldn't bend it. Oh, I like, could bend it. No. It, and, and that's but what, if you were to stack a ton of things on top of it, it, it and it the, sat there for a long time, it, it probably would. You know, in heat, yeah. it maybe. Yeah, I can't bend it. Mm. Like I, I've tried everything possible to try to bend these things. You can't do it. It's a, I'll show you off air. It's a legit metal, but it's lightweight. Mm-hmm. Kind of like titanium. You can't bend titanium, but I not. can. <laughs> so I, I, you, you've spoken to me and I, I think I am going to make the call just to see the option. John has spoken. Um, mm. it just sucks. 
because I ordered this, I had two gigs that I could have used it for. Mm-hmm. And, and the first issue wiped that out completely. And now I get it in, in a interim where I don't have anything for about a week. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got some wiggle room, but it kind of sucks. That's a lot of money. Speaking of wiggle room. Yeah. I've known you a while. Yeah. I just noticed this. What's wrong? I should say wrong. What is interesting about your finger? Oh. Your pointer finger. Oh, yeah. When I was in junior high school, we were playing basketball. Um, it's my left point of oh. pointer. Pointer. My left pointer finger. Okay. Or your pointer. And it was, uh, I went to catch the ball and I, I thought it was just jammed. Okay. And I remember pulling on it to try to get the jam out like you used to back in the yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Turns out I broke it. And that is scar tissue on top. So oh. it looks like my finger is always in that crook. Ooh, yeah. That crooked kind of, you've known that. That problem. is gnarly. Touch it. <laughs> Touch it. Yeah. Oh, man. <sighs> I got my uh, pinky finger uh, smashed in a metal door one time when I was a kid. Yeah. And they say, they say I didn't break it. But I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah, that. I think that's. I think they got broke. Do we need to post our, our funny finger pictures on our on our social medias? Oh man. Yeah. yeah but don't, cra- don't, I, don't take that crap. I don't think I can get it. Get it fixed. It's got to be right. I think it's. I think you would feel better if it was right. Yeah. It just sucks. But uh, yeah, waiting sucks. <laughs> waiting does suck, sir. Mm-hmm. It does. But uh, we've been waiting. Up. We've been waiting for all us. summer. For games. Oh, I thought you said for a girl like you. Oh. It's like all of a sudden, we have too many games. Yeah. We went from desert to Oasis. It happens every year. And I'm in this rut where I don't want want to play any of them. I don't. (laughs) I'm sitting here playing. Because you're not getting Borderlands, right? I'm taking it. Probably not. I would like to, but I don't have any experience with the other two. Hmm. I'm playing the first Tomb Raider. I'm playing Divinity Original Sin, not the second one, but the first one. Oh, wow. Are you liking that? It's interesting. I'm playing Rage 2. (laughs) I'm doing everything but play what's coming out. I mean, I I spent a little bit of time with Gears 5 last night. Just a little. We saw it. Well, my my controller died, so I had to move on with my life, go to bed, do the kitchen. Do the kitchen. I'm loving Gears. We're playing it. That's, that's, we can't talk about that. That's sorry. next no, week. Talk. We can talk about it because it's, it's not the topic. Okay. It okay. is. I, I like I said. I think it. The more I watch it, the one thing I will say is, uh, is I think the best looking exclusive they've made. Mm. Now, <laughs> and to be fair, Gears Four before it might have been the best looking. Yeah. The lightning strike was phenomenal. Yes, like lightning that is, crash. I'm wondering though, like <laughs> that's got to be the last game that they'll do for Unreal Four Engine. They're gonna have to change it. For Unreal Five Engine. Finally, yeah. <laughs> I think they own that engine now. I well, think they I, bought it from I, uh, Epic. It, it, it looks great. It runs great. Yep. Um, yeah. There's one of us who it just doesn't want to play it now. But I think once he starts getting into it, I think he'll like it. Chris is. That's how I was. Like he, I played that first chapter, and I was like, Yeah, ah, yeah, uh, yeah, because it's a little bit of adjustment. But once I got into it, and you get out of that opening part, I was yeah. like, Okay. Wait till you get, right. wait till you get to the other big area. I'm in the nice. the I guess the one they showed off a lot, you yeah. know, with the yeah the sleddy thingy. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. Did did you say sleddy? No sleddy. sled. You're okay. in a big uh, open <laughs> snow area. Yeah. Uh, and you have a parasail-y kind of thing that's it's a sleddy. 
So, so somebody's in the front, <laughs> and the other person in the back has to control the way the uh, parachute thing looks. Yeah. Oh gosh. And it's Whew. you hear that if you got some, I got a new headset. Yeah, oh, you do. I have a new headset and the sound in it. I got to give a shout out to Turtle Beach. Mm. That you sound amazing. Um, I, I I was in the market for a new headset for my Xbox because for whatever reason, anything I plugged into the three point five millimeter audio jack on my controller wasn't working. Was terrible. Um. So yeah, I ended up, I went and bought the classic Xbox stereo headset with the adapter, put the headset on and something was off. I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was the actual headset mm-hmm. or my expectation. I go to Best Buy, have a pleasant experience. I did an exchange, paid for the uh, Stealth 600 Turtle Beach wireless headset. Nice. And uh, it's, n- it's nice. Nice. I bought it so me and John could chat, but we haven't chatted yet. <laughs> we'll I tried talk to later? Chat. We'll talk later on our headsets. Yeah. <laughs> We could all chat together. We could. We could try. We can't. I really, I really wanted to get like three people together because I was like, I just want to play as Dave. Is this really not working? The co-op. But now, Tuesday today or or the day we record is the official launch of the game, right? Today, yeah. Um, And I'm wondering if the co-op structure was because of that. I was reading up on it after you what you said last night and it looks from my understanding they've said like it's supposed to be only a couple of regions are being affected. Well, we're one of them. I joined your game unbeknownst to you. Did you? And when you started your chapter Uh uh-huh it kicked me out. Ah that sucks. Yeah and Adam and I have tried to either he joined me or I joined him Mm -hmm. um, both at the chapter screen or during the actual game itself um and I needed his help on a side mission in Gears because Gears has side missions now, John. I've read about that, yeah. <laughs> now, the killer has been the uh, the fact that now they've given me a reason that I have to go explore everywhere. Why? What's that reason? Because I got to upgrade. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. yeah. Like, once Jack. you give me that, yeah, I'm like, I have to. Why is this turning into Gears chat? Yeah. Jack is amazing. <laughs> Just wait till you get Jack. Well, it's good to, you know, let the audience know that we're not forgetting. About yeah, yeah. Gears. It's there. That's what we're doing. Until Friday. That's what we're doing right now. Until Friday. (laughs) And then I'm off to Hunt. You have to beat the game before Friday. Yeah. yeah, Because you're going to go deep into Borderlands, and then you got to remember everything on Gears. While I'm playing 2K. Yeah. (laughs) It's going to be great. It's going to be great. Because that was what killed me this week. I was going to play this weekend, but I just... (laughs) 2K, I was like, I've I've got to get Girth Brooks. Oh, Girth Brooks. Gears every couple of years. (laughs) NBA every year. But it's just, there's nothing like it. Like, it, you know. There is. No, like, I, every time, I, like, last night, like, they've upgraded. It used to be, like, every now and then you get an interview by Shaq and the guys at the end of it. Now it's gone to the next level. Like, you get done. Yeah, if you had a great game, they're interviewing you in the studio. Then you get done with that, and you're going to do the local reports as they come around. John's tired. You know, kind of like the newspapers. <laughs> then you might go do radio. If you're walking out, you might see like a Gatorade rep or someone and you've got to talk to them. And that sounds like, terrible. But no, it it's the immersion, man. Like okay. it, it makes you feel John's like shaking his head. Living. He's like, I just want to play basketball if I play. But game. you have all that too. And like from that to now, like when you go to halftime, they'll go to cutscenes there where maybe your coach is like, Man, you gotta step it up. You kind of sucked that half, you know. That's or, not how coaches talk. You kind yeah. of sucked that half. You'll be at practice and all of a sudden Dwayne Wade shows up. <laughs> Why? And because one, he's Dwayne Wade. He's on the cover of the game. Yeah. NBA two K chat. Uh the, and like I did the whole entire uh <laughs> the uh 
the main story thing, right? right? With Idris Elba and all that. And that is by far the best story they've ever done. Idris Elba's in this? Yes. I'm going to buy it. He's uh he's your coach. Remember what I said about Idris Elba? Oh, this this will be this was a DM on Twitter. Yeah. I was thinking of you possibly bringing up social media stuff with, within the game. Um and then this reminded me we have someone that wants to send us alcohol. Yeah, I saw that. We need to get it. We need to get this person an address. So, so get that address. alcohol to me now. <laughs> so I said I was going to reach out to you to see if you wanted to come here. Yeah, yeah, that'll work. That's fine. Because we don't want our addresses. Yeah, <laughs> but you've already had. We'll have that. Then we'll have. Then we'll have the bomb squad come in. <laughs> Take a look but at it. It's nice. But yeah, I'm enjoying it. Uh, the other thing, I I didn't go see it this weekend. I, I, I haven't um, seen either one of them. So I know Jeff did. Uh, I think his bro Daryl. Yeah, they both. Yeah, Daryl. <laughs> uh, they both went and saw, it, and I know they liked it. Yeah, they love horror films, so yeah. I'm not too shocked by that. But still, you know, if there are people. I'm guessing if you love horror and you like the first one, that probably means you'd like this one. Well, I, heard, I heard it wasn't scary. Good. I heard it was more like the Goonies. I don't know. Meets a little bit of comedy with some suspense. It's it's got. Uh, Does it feel like the Goonies? Yeah, but it's it's a it's almost it came out right after Stranger Things first released. Yeah, and a lot of and, and actually had one of the one Mike, of the kids was played uh, by that actor. Mike something. I know that kid's. Or no 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 the guy play it's the kid who plays Mike it's right. Wolf whatever is his yeah is his last name that kid's like the most gifted kid ever right no he's nerd McGee anyway so it's scary but only two or three scenes are scary and a lot of disturbing images it's really creepy stuff for the record I mean when he's gifted like he does this <laughs> he acts and like he's already in a hit band. And he's like 15, you know, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, what like, an amazing child. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I was like, apparently he should, a, he should be famous. Apparently he is. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I didn't get to see that. So the only thing I've really watched is I've been watching succession and that show is, uh, you've been pushing yeah. the show. That show is, I'm not following so anything good. You say ever again. What it's is succession? So good. It's on HBO. Yeah. Brian Cox. Brian, every, Brian Cox. Every week. Every week I'm just like, oh, dang. Because it's like watching. I uh, The best way to describe it, it's like watching Rupert Murdoch. You know, dealing with his family. like, But in a heightened, you know, craziness thing. I don't get that at all. Because I don't get what that means. <laughs> it's, you know, a guy controlling a whole entire media empire, basically. I guess, dude. Right? That sounds um, terrible. But it's. <laughs> John. You're all right. <laughs> There's just so much interesting stuff that's done that, you know, uh, just how he acts and how he treats people. It's it's quite interesting. Well, you know what I watched today on HBO? Mm. It wasn't that. Oh, okay. It was Diary of a Wimpy Kid, Roderick Rules. Ooh. Because <laughs> Tim leads into those books now. Yeah. Didn't go for ballers with her? No. I was like, hey, let's stay on the family <laughs> movies, Tim Lee. So her favorite band is Loaded Diaper. <laughs> that's what that is. Yeah. Do you have a I don't have Hulu. Ah, I was about to say they put uh, How to Train Your Dragon Three on there. If you That's need nice. something, That's nice. Or I'm looking out for. I don't. I don't know if, she, to be honest, now you say that I don't see, think she's seen the first two. We need to make that happen. Sorry, yeah. those those are fantastic. Movies. Yeah, they are. are they trash. are truly good. <laughs> the movies are not trash. <laughs> this man thinks Rocky Five is of the legend. So, well, I saw that you could buy Creed on Blu-ray for five dollars. That tells that you how good that is. is. Tells you something. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Best picture of the year. Like the worst thing he's ever done. Who? Michael B. Jordan? Probably. Oh. 
Well, after Fantastic Four. That was awesome. That was that pretty bad. Yeah, but I, always I, be <laughs> John was being a little salty the other day, and I told him that if he didn't stop it, I was going to John Rambo his face when we went to go watch Rambo. Mm. Yeah, September 20th. It's going down. Wait, do you eat popcorn loud? Does he? He doesn't. Mm. Like, okay. That's a that's a prerequisite. I can, I can I gotta get out there. You've yeah. been to the movies with me. Never. Yeah. Yes, you have. What have we seen? Solo. Mm. We watched Solo together? Together. <laughs> swear we did. I swear to Just God. You you and me? Just mm-hmm. you and me. Mm-hmm. You and me alone. Thanks, man. Watched him. <laughs> I got to figure out when to go to the movies. I haven't been there in a It while. was nice. Yeah, it was nice. I'm messing with you. Thank you. <laughs> you don't remember. Because you, 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 you had nachos. I, I did with nachos with, with jalapenos. Those are so movie nachos. There's nothing better than the overpriced movie nachos. Oh man, <laughs> got to eat them quick or they get soggy under that cheese sauce. No, the, the cheese sauce now is a uh, our local theater. John has has Tostitos brand. Oh, um, our local dip. nationalized theater. Yeah, <laughs> our AMC theater. I'm hungry. Hey, I, I, I kind of want a sandwich tonight, guys. I'm, yeah, gonna that I'm out not there. gonna lie. Oh, okay. I kind of want some. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Firehouse or Jimmy John's? Well, I had Jimmy John there. That's a that's a good fire. Or we could go to uh, Jersey Mike's. That's nope. That's a hike. <laughs> Shut it down. <laughs> Met you at sandwiches, not meeting you on the drive. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to see it? Um, I need an excuse to go see it. Well, when I figure out when Cameron wants to go see it, who's Cameron? I will invite you along. Oh, I haven't seen Cameron forever. Cameron Bean. Yeah. Misters. Yes. yes. He, you can technically call him Mr. Bean. <laughs> Old Rowan Atkinson shows up to it. I would laugh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I didn't know that the, uh, the, the guy who plays Pennywise is part of the Skarsgård family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I didn't know I realized, or I didn't know that I knew as many Skarsgård people as I do. Yep. Like, their dad is, like, the guy. He is. He's been around forever. You know where I learned that today, guys? Hmm. Live. Uh, With Regis and Kelly? Yes. And Ryan. (laughs) What was he doing on there? (laughs) He was promoting it, too. I think it was a rerun. Wait. So the dad was? Uh -uh. No. Oh, okay. Uh, Billy was. Okay. Or Bill. I'm sure Billy's fine if his name's Bill, right? Yeah. (laughs) I'm sure that's fine. But, hey, um, Georgie. But I, hey, if, if I get a chance to watch, uh, Jeff's brother Daryl has told me he'd let me borrow it. So I, I think watch. it's on HBO or it was. I don't know. If I don't it's know if it is there. anymore. I will yeah. look. If it is, I'll watch it and then I'll, I'll be, I want to, I want to go with you guys, depending on how this plays out. I just, I'm not a, I'm not a fan of scary movies. I don't want it to be scary. It's, it, he's right in the sense that the first one very much is, while there's definitely a good horror in it. Um, yeah, I like a good horror. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's prime. It's primarily about kids, you know, yeah. having that Goonies type adventure of like, hey, we've got a bond together to come, overcome the thing. I got gotcha. you. But when I say I, I like, I like Halloween, Michael Myers, and then everything else, I'm kind of like, eh. this is close to that, where there's like those moments, and then there's a high suspense, and then it's over. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, there's part of me that will always wonder what this would have been like if you could made this kind of movie back when Tim Curry did it. Because I like Bill Sarsgaard's fine, but Tim Curry, for his credit, if you actually go back and you watch like how low budget that is, because it's like a TV movie. Yeah, it was TV miniseries. Yeah, like he's just he's the part that saves that thing because it's not. Oh God, it's not as good. as Why did you bring that up right before we pivot? <laughs> 
Bill, I, and I quote, Bill Skarsgård is, is all, fine. He's fine. Yeah, he's all right. He, like, has a great creepy look, but, like, you know, he's... He has the creepy look right now. You know, primarily Tim Curry doesn't go for that. He's just he's just talking to you, and he's got that Tim Curry intensity you, because you're who's like... Tim Curry? We're not, we're not, Rocky Horror Picture Show? So, the guy that was in Home Alone as the... Exactly. Um, he's yeah. in Home Alone too. yes. That Cedric. guy... Don't it count your tips not in public. Better than the guy, the guy, whenever he laughs, is always like, ah, ah, yeah. ah, ah, ah. He's oh, yeah. got a very distinct laugh. He's in Clue. <laughs> he was. That's he was in Clue. That, that's one yeah. of the best things he ever did. Movie Definitely was- not it. <laughs> yeah, like I said, to me, he's the best part. <laughs> and, and to their credit, for whatever reason, they really took a lot from that original. Like if you go back and you well, watch, the original, especially the first. Yeah, the original the was from scene. the books too. Yeah. They took everything from the books, but they the way they shot it, you could tell they were oh, paying homage. I'm so, I, I apologize. I thought you were like they yeah. really nailed it. <laughs> they both left out the same thing. I from honestly, the first part. I think Skarsgård's portrayal of the of Pennywise is far superior to Tim Curry's. I just do. Is that your two cents? Yeah, that's worth at Here least a quarter. <laughs> Remember that time that Travis Tritt wrote a song and it was called "Here's a Quarter." Call, call someone, someone in and shortly after that the price of a telephone call went up to like 35 cents and he was like damn it <laughs> and then they just stopped having them yeah <laughs> so we don't need that anymore. hey i wonder if i wonder if people see telephones anymore like when i see one like a telephone booth it's like a do you see telephone booths it's anymore? very I, well when if, you travel if you i recall back in the early 2000s uh colin farrell found the last one in new york city <laughs> it did not go well for him that's funny it's funny Keeper Sarlan was like, "Man, you messed up." This uh, this opening is losing control. No, it's not. It's fine. We're pivoting right now. That like, was that was a terrible, terrible, yeah. over the top. Pivot. Well, thanks for letting me know. Yeah. Hey, but you're still valued. No, I doubt it. <laughs> uh yeah. Let's uh, your boss box. <laughs> Video games what were, suck. What was what was your bit you kept doing? Your mom's box. No. Um, <laughs> you were saying the thing I say. You're like nine. 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 Yeah, but you weren't doing Nine. it with enthusiasm. It was funny because you didn't have your thing. Oh. That you found in your couch, by the way. Yeah. And you know what my theory is? That we put Here it we there? go. No. Planet. Planet. <laughs> Sean, Sean did take it, but then it like rose to this point of just like really terrible. And he looked under the couch. He was the one who looked under there. He was like, I'm getting down there. I'm checking. Oh, my God. And all of a sudden, I checked. I did look I'm under fine. the couch, and that is, I, I'm framed right now. Everything you ever said to me about him in private yeah. is 100% true. I know. <laughs> Pivot. <laughs> you're going Push You're going down. the button. <laughs> all right, Eject. let's do it. Topic time, 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 time. The topic is I keep screwing this up. Control I didn't really get into it last week because he didn't have his vape. Yeah, I was just like And he was like, wow. I gotta say this real quick so I can run to the store to get my Yeah, vape. pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, now I have two vapes, right? Yeah. I got two. I got, I'm back vapes. in control of my vaping. <laughs> control nice. though. Yeah. You got, you got no, you got, um, you're good. Yeah. I'm yeah, good. Control. Yeah. I'm, I'm good. Yeah. You're, I was going to make a joke about how you have your vaping under control. Ah. Um, and then I hit the eject on that, but now I've said it. So you're, it's, it's out there. You're like, 
your Vin Diesel yeah. on that one going off to the side while yeah. Paul Walker's going there. Sad moment. Q in yeah. Q in Wiz Khalifa Thoughts featuring Charlie Puth. Thoughts and prayers. <laughs> uh, yeah, Control though. The new game from Remedy. Creators of Max Payne, Alan Wake, and to lesser extent, Quantum Break. You like Quantum Break? I did enjoy Quantum Break. Uh, and fun fact, they actually reused a lot of assets from that game uh, to help cut down their production costs for this one. Because this is the first one that they have made in, God, since 2007, I think, 2006, whenever Alan Wake came out, that wasn't published by Microsoft. This is 505 Games that published this. And also the first one that wasn't an Xbox exclusive as a result. See, John, that means that you can play News. it on PlayStation. <laughs> you hear me? I did. Yeah. You're but, welcome. But yeah. I hear it runs like trash on the PlayStation. They got an update today. Yeah, cool. they did they have did. an update. Uh, fun fact, my my suggestion, if you have especially, and I'm, I don't feel like you need to be told this, if you have a 270 or 280, but if you if you have a high-end gaming PC, definitely play this on PC from everything I've gathered. Those yeah. are graphics cards he was talking yes. about. Josh. Yes. Why didn't you? Uh, I didn't think about it at the time. <laughs> to be honest. And, and I will say this. The <laughs> Xbox X, while it had issues, is definitely, from my understanding, if you're going to go the console route, that's the one you want. Well, it is um, a, it's a fantastic console. Yeah. Big fan of the Xbox. <laughs> now you love it. Love it. <laughs> it's nice and quiet. Purrs like a kid. You love it on your Samsung TV. <laughs> it's fantastic. <laughs> While you play Gears Pop? It's, it's, it's just my God. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Control is the story of Jesse Faden, a girl who, as we start at the beginning, we get an inclination that uh, she is someone who had an event happen to her in her past and has led her to this place. Uh, called the Federal Bureau of Control, which we'll just FBC. think of, think of like yeah. Men in Black, right? You know, top secretive, does a ton of work, X Files type stuff. You know, um, Men in Black. and therefore, you know, she's been searching for this. She's like convinced herself this exists, and and she's been looking for it for years ever since this event happened to her in her childhood. And I won't get into that. And of course, she gets there, and she's being hired to be a janitor. And once she gets there, her first day. This entity that is called the Hiss attacks the FBC, pretty much killing everyone that doesn't have a certain device on. Except the janitor. And, yeah. Yeah, of course not the janitor. Uh, and all of a sudden, through means of events, I won't spoil here, within about 20 minutes in this game, she's not just the janitor now. She is the director of the Federal Bureau of Control. So uh, Fastest promotion track Everybody ever. dies. because It's kind of like being the uh, designated survivor. Everyone does not die. Oh, it's not that way. Oh, yeah. My there's, theory's there's, off, John. It has I'm, I'm leaving all that out. Uh, and basically from there, she goes on this this quest, uh, whatever you want to call it, uh, to do kind of two things. To one, get the answers to the things of her past that she's been searching for forever, while at the same time bringing back order control and, you know, saving who she can from this attack from this entity uh, before it not only takes over. The Federal Bureau. But the world. Yeah, you know, the that world. would be a threat, right? Um, the best way to describe this game, I would say, is it feels like David Lynch-style Twin Peaks 
esque, you know, that same of like Alan Wake where things are kind of quirky, unique. Like there is some weird stuff in this game type did things. You just shuffle like shuffle. This. <laughs> that was really he, he cute. Did shuffle. That was really uh, cute. And meets sweet. kind of like fringe mm. in, in X Files. Mm. Like it's a lot of hey, you know, you're part. You're in this bureaucratic system that you're completely new to, mm. right? So you're gated off from all this information. So you're just being given as you search the world that you're going through, and it's called uh, the world is called the oldest house, which is where the federal Bureau of control is located. The oldest house. Yes. That's what they call the building. I don't know why that's their headquarters, John. Yes. And New it's York, almost, it's almost as ridiculous. New York city. It's almost as ridiculous as, uh, the police station in raccoon city is yeah. for some reason a museum. Yeah. Yeah. That is. I like that. though. Yeah. It's like, interesting, but it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, you, uh, <laughs> well, you're, you're, you know, you've been put into this world and you don't have context to it. But luckily, like any good game with a lot of world building, there are plenty of collectibles to find that kind of in the way of Bioshock, I would guess someone would say, to help you explain exactly what's going on in this world. And they range from everything from like full out telling you stuff as you find later on the game, you get like the full construct of what the hell is happening on certain entities to people having burag fights over funding and budging uh, to inner office romance to people like producing a kid show. That is one of the most creepy things I've seen with like puppets that I'm like, how's this made for a kid? This is so not basically just kid. what's been going on in the office. Yes, yes. Uh, and you get, you know, it, it works because much like a how you would think for a top secretive uh, organization like this, right? The people who are at the top know the most versus the people at the bottom. You know, for instance, uh, there's a good, a good example is there's an entity in this place called, a, that's just a refrigerator, right? And someone has to always be watching this refrigerator because if it doesn't, something bad is going to happen. The people who are watching the refrigerator, they have no, they have no idea what is going. They're just being told, this is what your job is. You must look at this. And the refrigerator is making them think you don't want to look at this. You want to look away. So they have to continually rotate people in and out, right? To make sure someone is always got eyes on this. Is thing. it like a gateway to something? See, that's the question that they don't know. So then you go to the next level. The security people, they know the importance of what the hell might happen if someone looks away for uh, this, this you know, refrigerator. Uh, and they might have some ideas of what is going on because they have other things that they're over, right? Is this you know? supposed to be like a, a wink and a nod to the audience? Is this supposed to be funny or ironic in some way? No, I mean, it's just that mystery type weird stuff. Like I said, like kind so of like So they take fringe. it seriously, the idea that something's ghostly. There are jokes in there. In the refrigerator and we have to. No, have not even that, that there's something. But then you go to the next level, right? Like the high management people. They're the ones that not only know pretty much what's going on with that refrigerator. They know what is probably causing it and, you know, the greater implications of what it's connected to. And because of that, when you're going through this world, when you start, you only have like level one access card because that's the only one you can find when you become director. You have to go around and find higher access or you're basically you're level gated throughout the building 
uh, buy your access. And over time, you get higher access, and it allows you, of course, uh, access to new areas that you've previously been in, kind of like a Metroidvania. Um, and it allows you to learn more. And as you start digging further and further on, along with what they're presenting in the main story itself, they uh, they basically lay out all these interesting tidbits, you know, that that make you as you're exploring always say, I have to stop and search this room to figure out what's going on. Uh, there are environmental puzzles that you'll come across where again, at first they, they seem like they make no sense, but as you start to explore and find other play, you know, pieces, you start to get like, Oh, this is what's going on with this thing here. And this is what I need to do to influence, to get to the next part of it. Uh, so, you know, it, it really is a game that rewards the player for not just, you know, rushing through and, and focusing on the combat, which we'll get to here in a second, but really focusing on learning where you are and and taking the extra five seconds to go down the dark corridor because there might be something at the end of it that is important in terms of narration and and world building. Um, and I enjoyed that. And like there's some great Easter eggs that you'll find, uh, including a connection to one I think most people expected there to be a connection to. Alan Wake. Yeah. <laughs> Just saying. Um, and I won't explain, but you know, I think most paranormal people, people were looking like how is this not connected to that? Go fine. And I had to look for it, but when I found it, I was like, oh, I'm excited. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that wouldn't be worth doing if the game itself was not fun to play and to their credit i think this is their best gameplay that they've done since the first two max Payne games way back like i enjoyed quantum break there was things i liked about it and you know uh yeah. alan wake is kind of something different altogether yeah. with the way it works with flashlights and all that kind of stuff um so you start out with just a basic gun that has a pistol it's a very special gun and i won't go into the details why that gun is special i know and i have knowledge yeah i've read things you, you've looked at wikipedia <laughs> maybe <laughs> but uh the gun is the one weapon you have in this game uh it can become have different settings over time based on what you need um and they're all very interesting and have their pluses and minuses you know from charging up to do high powered long distance shots to being kind of like a shotgun to being a full on like grenade launcher type thing. Um, so, you know, you're consistently working with that and you're combining it with these kind of telepathic powers is the best way to explain it. That's fair. Yeah. Like you, you know, from, uh, the most obvious one, I think that everyone's going to go to and is the most satisfying to do is being able to pick up pretty much just about any object uh, and hurl it at your enemies at great force. Uh, and I mean anything, like if there's not something that is next to you to pick up, she will hold her hand up and you will watch a piece of concrete fly off a, a pillar or something and come to your hand and then you can push that forward. That's right? pretty dope. Um, as you get like later in the game, you get to a point where you can uh, eventually pick up large objects. Like I was picking up a satellite dish and throwing at, at like three people at once. Uh, and it kind of works back and forth, like where the gun, while it doesn't have ammo in terms of like traditional sense, right? It does have um, 
a recharge on it. So you're kind of going back and forth between having this ability to shoot whatever version of the gun you want to do. And then also having these powers that will allow you to fly, to evade, to shield yourself when you need to um, dash. Right. Uh, and, and then the big one throw, and you kind of have to figure out how to balance between these to no one to protect yourself, no one to retreat, uh, no one to shoot, to save your life and, and no one to pick up a big thing and throw it at your enemies. Uh, and it's quite engaging and fun. Uh, and I think the best part is there's enough evolution and enough variety that it doesn't wear out. It's welcome. You never get to a point with combat where you're like, dear God, why is this game this long? Why am I still doing these exact same type of attacks oh. that are just maybe a little bit more powerful more you know, now than they were two, three hours ago? Like, I, that's the only difference, right? You, you consistently feel like you're evolving to a point where when you finally get to that God status, if you will, right, yeah. uh, you, you know, you're at the end of the game. You remember, you remember when Chris didn't say that for Days Gone? Yeah. And I mean, that I will say, like, people, I, I saw criticisms of this from some people online were like, I don't know if it's long enough. I'm like, it's an 11 to 15 hour game. That's plenty long. I'm like, this game does not need to be a 30 hour game for what it was. Well, one of the criticisms I heard about the combat exactly was, I mean, in fairness, I sat here watching you play it. Yeah. It looks satisfying. The combat yeah. looked very satisfying, which is part of the problem is the combat is so satisfying, but few and far between. Like Early on, a, it there's is. a lot going on with the environments and exploring all that stuff when, mm -hmm. when the game is when you're really just wanting the game to give you more combat. Otherwise, I'm, it's kind of it's like a dichotomy of two. different Oh, I would say I never got to that point just because, you know, and I think you would be in the same boat. Like I like the exploring, right? You know, if you're a person that you are there, like, and well, you want to, if you want resources if you, yeah. to fill up a, a yeah. war and peace book, if you wanted, it is. Yeah. And that's what I like about it. like right. very book. much in the sense of, like I said, like a Bioshock or something or fallout. Right. Yeah. Like where if you want to go down the narrative road, you can you can be lying past all these things. Um, the way combat usually works is you have the missions themselves as far as getting to the area where, you know, there's going to be engagements. There'll be people. But then as you're randomly just exploring old the oldest house, you'll also have random encounters. Um, and I mean, like to a point where if you die. I've had it where then as soon as I go in that same room, bam, there's more people again. You know, even if I defeated them, it's that's the way that system obviously works. It's not something that is just programmed to always be there. Um, it also gives you these like random side missions that you can opt to do where it'll be like, hey, help out the bureau um, here on this floor. Go there. And once you get there, it'll be like, OK, you need to destroy these these nodes that are bad or you need to kill these enemies. Uh, and what's exciting about them is that they're one chance. Like you die, you fail on these. Um, wow. So, you know, you go in and some of them are not easy. Uh, some of them can are, be quite hard. Are <laughs> they are they in the same um, difficulty areas like maybe the Spider-Man game side missions? Um, or or you haven't really done the Gears 5 side missions? Yeah, yet. I haven't done those yet. I would 
I mean, I thought their side missions and especially the main side missions yeah. uh, were much harder than anything in Spider-Man. Okay. I like yeah. that. I like a good challenge. Yeah. Like I would tell you there, nice. if you beat the main game story, I didn't realize this at the time, but there are two main side storylines that will creep up. Uh, and I would suggest almost holding off on those until you've gotten to the very end of the game or after you beat the main story. Uh, because <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know why she does it. Cause you have- yeah, yeah, you do. Because there's normally um, there. <laughs> but yeah, uh, like I, I had these fights like they are some of the most interesting because they are the most unique enemies you'll probably see in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, most of them, for the most part, they're like, that's where you see the budget issues, right? Not like, a lot of variety. Yeah. It's like, Hey, this dude's a little bit bigger than you are, dude, you know? And, and like, <laughs> and to be fair, like they are cool though, you know, yeah. like you have the people that are floating around the sky, um, and you'll see them and at first you, you're like, okay, that's not bad. And you start shooting at them. But as you're shooting, you start to see that they're amassing a huge thing of concrete around them. You're like, Oh God, no. <laughs> and pretty much if you don't get out of the way, it's going to take away three fourths of your ha- your health. Nice. So like you have to figure out, okay, how do I break this? Like, okay, well I have to throw something at them. So what you learn, you pick up something, you hurl it at them and it makes them while it won't hit them, they'll dodge out of the way and they have to drop whatever they're holding. Mm-hmm. And once they do that, that opens them up to be shot. Yeah. You know, so, and like, what's your hand signal for shot? Pew 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 <laughs> pew pew. <laughs> it looked really. It looked the combat looked super satisfying. It really I, did. Yeah, I I really feel you know as far as things that aren't little tiny indie games, but at the same time not full. Like this feels like a double A game, maybe in terms of its total production, unless you're getting on PC. Because from my understanding, if you've got that two seventy or two eighty. Uh, graphics card. This is like maybe one of the best looking games you could get right now mm-hmm. um, because it has all the ray tracing and all that. And they're saying it just looks that much so better. Yeah, better. It looks better than Gears 5. No, but there Probably. is a, there is an image out there that shows a difference uh, yeah. of a system using the ray tracing and one that doesn't. And it's it's just a, it, let's just say it looks better, John. Yeah, there's Ooh. like a guy that like I think it might have been Digital Foundry took it. Um, there's like a there's a room where there's a chair and it's just got windows around it. Right. And I won't explain how you get in that room, but that's pretty cool and interesting and different. Um, you open the window and climb in. Duh. You'd like to think that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like the whole entire room is windows in, in that chair and there's just like a simple light in there. Right. They show like, here is how graphics were back in 2005. Like, turning off all this stuff and they slowly take that same image and keep adding on explaining it to you and by the end they show you just how much of a jump there is from back in 2005 to now but then also they say like okay here's current consoles like xbox one x graphics and here's this and you start to see like oh 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 that's what next gen is going to be okay now i understand why that card's a thousand dollars got it (laughs) uh it's quite cool um as far as the story itself, I think I think it's solid. I think it's interesting, and it has some really great beats. But Jessie herself isn't the most interesting person. Um, it's more the side characters that you, I wouldn't say meet, but you discover. There's a 
there's a dude who's like a head of research. It's actually, I found out after the fact, it's the guy who actually voiced Alan Wake. Uh, I guess he works for them or something like that. He has all these videos that will explain phenomenon in deep terms. And they're some of the most interesting, well-acted, voice-acting things because he's just a quirky character. And it's just fun I, to find him. If I think of what – if I remember what you're talking about, it almost reminded me of going in, going down into the hatch and mm. watching all those videos. Um, yeah, it's like the Dharma Initiative. The Dharma Initiative stuff. It very much feels like that. And that – like I appreciate all that. Yeah. Um, as you get later on, you start to get the – See, Sean Lost is a show. I love it. We got to go back. <laughs> You don't remember this, but you and I—you came over to our apartment and watched the. You weren't there when we watched the finale. I was too. You were. You did. I remember being there with me. He did. Yeah. (laughs) Why do you do this to me? I don't know because I love you. Um, I don't want sandwiches anymore. Ooh, ever (laughs) burn all the sandwiches. He wants a Chick Fil A sandwich. I've never. I want Popeyes chicken sandwich. You're not allowed to have that right now. I know. Sorry. Even though it has a sign up. Yeah. On that Popeyes, it says. Popeye's chicken sandwich, three ninety nine, and Crazy. then the sign on the restaurant says, "We'll be back soon." Yeah, probably because they are required to have that up there because they were how, expecting how they to that sandwiches. Hmm? How'd they mess that up? How do you mess up having the largest like breakout like breakout hit thing? No, Chris, you're a chicken place and you run out of chicken. Yeah, they Please. didn't have enough distribute. Uh, they said it was like they didn't have enough farms because it was just like <laughs> again. The- refer back to my question. Yeah. You're a chicken place, and you run out of chicken. They run out of chicken breasts. You yeah, got to get you a new chicken breast supplier. Because their main stuff is fine. They got plenty of those. They can get your They've got legs a surplus. Surplus. Of chicken. You want the breasts with the bones in it? Popeyes now. But sometimes I like my characters. It's not always the case. But sometimes I just, in order to serve the story and serve the supporting characters, sometimes your main character has to be more of an avatar. Yeah, I mean, and to be fair, like, she has a story, you know. It's not like she's just some blank person. Like, it's there. Um, And certain parts of it are very good, but other parts I was just like, okay, you know, she's there. It's more of... It's the world she's in that is the draw, at least for me, was the main draw. Like, when you get to the back half of this game, and um, who's that famous uh, no crazy artist, uh, MC Eichner? <laughs> Eichner? I don't know how you say his name. Like, he's the guy who would have, like, here's a stairway going down this way, and then, like, another stairway coming up here. Like, different perspectives, right, of reality. Like, no clue. you'd walk into one door and all of a sudden you'd come up. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, there's that kind of craziness going on. Uh, there is a sequence right before the end that is one of the coolest things I've seen in video games in recent memories where, like, Sean, you'd like this. Like, musically, there's a there's an original song playing. It's, it's like metal music going on. Yeah. Uh, as you're going around this hotel thing with all these walls just consistently like shifting and moving and changing and it's so cool you feel so ba yeah um i love that like that's the parts i loved about it the part i didn't love about the game unfortunately is i didn't get to play it on pc and as we said there's a patch out today it's supposed to make it better but like this is where you see this is a game that maybe with console should have been held off for next gen. And I hope for their sake, if they can, they port it to the two new consoles next fall because it would be a great release title. Right. I would imagine. They'd I like be able a good to, release. I'd be, you know? I, I basically would On imagine they would. Title. 
I would think they would be able to pretty much just port, you know, the PC version right now over. Right. Um, and like you're seeing the limitate the limitations, like the map, uh, the map. Whenever you would pulled up, uh, it would, if you tried to walk, it would frame rate would just drop down to the low teens. Oh. If you sometimes when you go into the main menu to pull up the map, uh, depending on what floor you on, you would it would not actually like pull up. Like you might see the icons of like, hey, this is where psychology is this is where the research lab is but you won't actually see the outline of the buildings um for like 10 seconds or so sometimes longer uh whenever you exit a menu which you have to do consistently because you have to go to upgrade your abilities through the menu system there's a significant slowdown um and there are times in fights because pretty much the whole entire environment is very destructible uh, when you would pull stuff off walls and you do certain types of things that cause big explosions and there's a lot of enemies, again, you could see a slowdown for about five seconds mm-hmm. uh, in terms of frame rate. It never killed me or anything like that. Man, and the Xbox has like a gajillion things. Yeah, flops. and it's like I, said, yeah. I can, you know, I, I would have to imagine, I don't know how someone's playing this on the original Xbox, Xbox One. One. <laughs> Not even the ass, but like Do the they original. still make those? No. No, there's heavy S now. <laughs> the disc, they have the, I've seen the uh, discless S. And crazy. I think I've, I've read because of the way the PS4 architecture is, it's actually worse on there. It, like it has the most issues on there just because of the way it's set up. Um, so if you have a PC, please play this game on there because from my understanding, it runs perfectly, you know, pretty much 60 frames per second. It's nice. Uh, you got consistent. a PC right there. Yeah, it's, yeah it's, I don't think I have the right uh, processor, though. And I think, really? I, don't, yeah. I think you do. I think it'll be fine. And mine's an i5. I, I think it would be better if I had an i7. Well, you want an i9. You were on PC. I thought, yours, yeah, no, I'm I building thought yours was like a beast. It is. It is a beast. The i5 is fine, especially with his card and his motherboard. Yeah, I'm like, sure it would have been fine if I turned down things yeah, and had you it. You could have run recommended. It's fine. I'm serious. Sir, I want ultimate. <laughs> I want. If I'm going to play that game, I want 280. <laughs> Well, um, they were saying that, uh, one thing they were really striving for in this game is for the, uh, the player to want to play it again. Basically, the game to have a high replayability. Mm. Do you think that exists after playing through it? And, With and a Metroidvania like style, it would seem possible. Yeah. Uh, I definitely mm. wanted to explore everywhere. And if I'd rushed through, I definitely would have gone back to, to search. Right now, I don't feel like I need to return to it. Yeah. But at the same time, I know that. It's already kind of been like someone got through the debug and pretty much confirmed that there's DLC coming. Uh, oh, they yeah. can see these all the messages. get through these debugs. Yeah. They're amazing. They're amazing. Uh, so, I mean, when that comes out, especially if it's free or if it's just like 10 bucks, it, I mean, I, I might be interested in coming back because I did enjoy the world. And I mean, the way this ends. It's not the best ending in the world because it definitely is open ended a little bit you know like what could come next but as a result of that it definitely means if they want to they can make another one of these you still yeah. got it hmm? yeah i've got it digitally okay. um fun fact the um we could become family members the the main building yeah is is um inspired by the at&t long lines building which looks like that that oh, makes sense yeah that looks right that, that was that very much for right. making the building that you spent a lot of your time in interesting would cool. you recommend this game to me? I think you would enjoy it, yes. I don't know how much you would like I love it. Alan Wake, and I love the paranormal kind of funness. 
You might like that. Um, I will say that uh, in reading and, and watching, I think I think any three of us that played it, are, depending on our play styles, we'd all get a different experience out of it. I really yeah. do. Um, just because it's not driven on a main, it doesn't push you in a direction for a story. There is a lot of, like you said, ways you can go mm-hmm. and things kind of creep up on you and you can either choose to go to that way that it creeped up or not. Um, I think we'd all maybe enjoy it. I'm not going to lie. I came really close to buying it. Mm-hmm. Um, I did too. When I, when it, when the day it launched, I was watching some people on the, on the Twitch play and I was like, man, that, that actually looks pretty dope. Yeah. And like I said, it, it's not a superhero game. You know, it doesn't feel like it's being that. Um, it just feels, I don't know. It, I don't know the last time I played a game like this where I was like, this, this has its own lane. You know, it feels very unique on how it tells its story. Yeah. Uh, just how it explores and takes chances. Like, there's a cool <laughs> thing that happens, uh, when, I want, yeah, I don't want to say anything, but like, don't I wish it. I could. Maybe, maybe towards the end of the year, I'll, I'll or later on, I'll divulge it. But I mean, like just the fact that they're willing to take this kind of risk. I'm like, I wonder if the fact that they're not with Microsoft right now, they're just, you know, they're willing to do whatever the heck they want. Meaning there's nudity? um, No, there's not that. (laughs) Would you would you say yes if there was? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But no, like I wonder if like, you know, Quantum Break, unfortunately, got handicapped because it was this thing built for the original idea of what the Xbox one right. was. We're going to have this huge media production company and we're partnering with that, you know, with Xbox and therefore this is going to be one of the TV shows on the Xbox. Oh network. yeah. yeah okay. All that kind of stuff. And they had to go back and remake that game. Um, you know, so <laughs> I, now it feels like they don't have to worry about stuff for the first time in years and to their credit, like, that's why Alan Wake was so great. Was that they just went out there was, and made the game like said, they wanted? It was in its own lane. Yeah. It was its own thing. And you know, I, how many games have used Seven. like oh. have used like bullet <laughs> have used that like bullet time slow down mechanic thing in some capacity, right? Whether it's just the quick time Thanks events and all that. Yeah, like that was them. You know, that's the first time I can recall it being in a video game. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I love it. If it wasn't the first, it was around the first. There was a game. I can't remember what it was called. And this might be the game, in fact. There was a game directed by John Woo. Mm. Do you remember that? There was. And it used, yeah, it used bullet time like that. It was like an Xbox game. I remember it. And I don't remember this it at the same Xbox. time. It's crazy. Yeah. I think the first Max Payne was like 98, 99. It's something like that. The height like, of my biscuit. Yeah. It was fun though. I, I and it also has Meaning you can do bullet time on a PlayStation? No, this the original Max Payne was on PC. Oh. Yeah. Head yeah. Bob. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. It also has one of the creepiest like <clears throat> dream sequences ever, because like you would go you had to go around this like the whole entire room is blacked out except for your character, and you just hear the screaming baby and you'd find this blood trail. And you just start going around. And you're like, this is not going to a good place, and it did not go to a good place. It was it was one of the more horrifying things I've seen in a video game, especially when you consider like didn't have great graphics back oh, then. All the pixelated blood everywhere. <laughs> it's like, where's oh god, there's a baby script over there. Oh god, don't let this be what I think this is about to be. Oh god, oh god, <laughs> what's in the box? <laughs> yeah, it was that kind of moment. Like there, Sam Lake, the dude who runs Remedy, he's a uh, He's a very name unique drop. fella. 
very unique, very different. Yeah. Um, as far as a Richard, oh, is it is it time to yeah. put yeah. it on the table? We're about that. Part. I know it is. Yeah. I'm just it's for the audience, Chris. Yeah. I'm just saying. God Almighty, right. you literal son of a bitch! Please look at that thing. Yeah, it's right there. What? Oh, what's wrong? Uh, you want to predict his Richard? What's, uh, what do you think? Eight point five. Mm. I think he's going with an eight point two, maybe a seven point nine. <laughs> I would say uh, on consoles is an eight point five. I think if I, <laughs> I think if I had played this on PC, it could have been a nine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just because, again, like. It's such a satisfying uh, world to explore. Yeah. Like that's what because of really all the love. nudity. Yes, the tons of non-nudity in the cool. corporate office. Cool. You, you know, like we're cr- I'm currently playing Gears, and I love finding all the because of all the nudity. No, I love. I actually love looking for the things, the hidden things you got to find. Mm. Yeah, and that's why I love a Metroidvania mm. game because it, there is no right way to go it's you go to this place till you can't go anymore and then you realize you need something to come back but you're looking for things Mm. and i I like that about this kind of game i think there's a lot of things out there to find Mm. um whatever that is i don't know (laughs) but i just feel like there's things out there to go find and i would like there are so there are a lot of crazy just random one-up like any magazines in the bathrooms there's um why do you want no. to see a Playboy so bad? <laughs> there is a, uh, a hustler. There is a little hustler. There's a part with a rubber ducky that you'll see and you'll just hear quack, quack. And you'll like try to get up close and then he just pop and he disappears. And you're like, son of a. And then you turn around here, quack, quack. And you're like, what are you doing, duck? <laughs> what the hell are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone, duck. Well, Chris, actually, fantastic job at covering it. Yeah. Um, I'm glad we, we, we got this out there because this is one of those games that. It could have got lost. We could have skipped it, but we, tried, we decided not to. And I like it because it gives us yeah this thing we're not. Because the one thing that sucks now, it used to be all the games came out on Tuesday, which is one of the reasons why we recorded on Tuesday. We're like, game drops on there. We got seven a, days yeah. to yeah. do it. And now we're in this thing. We might have to change it where the <laughs> podcast comes out on Saturdays or something. Just something know? crazy. Yeah. yeah. You know, we got to adapt. We record Fridays or something. I don't know. Well, you couldn't do that. Yeah. Good. Maybe. You can swear off I, all those. No, I, I yeah. have to call in from Skype or something, and you just every once in a, Hey guys, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Game was great. <laughs> Seven point <laughs> eight, Richard. <laughs> all right, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, you guys want to do some news? Yeah, for sure. Let's do it. Hot off the press and straight to your ears. Weekly Games Chat presents the news. News. That's nice. That's good. I raised my T Rex arm. That was good. The other reason we should have a video podcast for his T Rex arm. Yeah, so they can see his little arm. They can see it every Monday. You don't do that. I do. You don't do it. Is this the first one, John? Oh wait, hold on. Yeah, I think. Yeah, Yeah. there you go. So you should. You get one Nintendo, and I get the other. You you get to decide. You get this, baby. You go first. You got it, sweet. I got for you. Want the other one? No. You want? You just want to say like a new? Okay. Nintendo Direct Overload. So much happened. It was nice. Hopefully you all got a chance to look at it. It's still out there if you want to. Just yeah. saying. Um, Super NES games arrived yes. on Nintendo Switch. The date was September 5th. The launch included 20 titles that included Mario Kart, Super Mario World, and Link to the Past. Super Metroid. That's definitely one of the greatest. That's nice. Uh, Banjo and Kazooie were made available as playable <gasps> playable characters in Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. 
Terry Bogard from Fatal Fury will be the next DLC fighter to be released in November. And I think they also mentioned that uh, if you were paying attention to the DLC that was promised for Super Mar- uh, Super Smash Bros., that there's going to be some more stuff that they're going to announce too, which is pretty cool. Um, that man never sleeps. He never does. After much rumor, Overwatch has been confirmed for Nintendo Switch <gasps> and will be coming to the platform on October 15th. Super Kirby Clash is now available on Switch and is free to start. The game has over 100 quests and supports four-player local or online co-op. Probably at this point better than Gears 5. Uh, Little Town <laughs> Hero will be released on October 16th. This is the new game from Game Freak. And uh, finally, ports and remasters coming to Switch include the return of the Obra Den. Yeah. Uh, Divinity Original Sin 2. Yeah. Doom 64. That is the old classic Doom, which looks That's a good pretty one. cool. Uh, Star Wars Jedi Knight 2. Yeah. And Assassin's Creed Rebel Collection. John, what is that? Uh, that consists, it's a new collection. Well, it's just packaged. Is it the first three? No, it's uh, Black Flag and uh. Uh, Rogue. Okay. Yeah, because that was like the That's same. Side-scroller? Yeah. Uh, uh, I think Star Wars Jedi Knight <laughs> 2 is both that and actually it's prequel. The They also said... Jedi Academy is on there too. That's nice, and I, I love those. those, I, those I, are did, uh, I did. I did omit um, Xenoblade Chronicles One. Yeah, the OG. Yeah, yeah it's so nice that's coming out. And uh, somebody described uh, this Kirby game as uh, like a kid's version of Monster Hunter, something like that. Like you pair up with a couple of friends. And you Sean's take down, about to go get this game. And you take down a monster every. It's like a hundred levels. I need to look one hundred quests. I need to look into more of what it means that it's free to start. You know what that means. I know what it means. With, well, I, yeah, you. you it, it, there's a lot of microtransactions. I, I know what yeah. that meant. I think, uh, but it's Nintendo. It's fine. It's, it's, it's <laughs> Nintendo. They can do it. <laughs> loot Screw boxes. You, 2K. <laughs> loot boxes all day. Um, but yeah, uh, this was I, like, this was a good direct. It was <clears throat> solid. I, yeah, I didn't see this, and then like afterwards, I was like, man, they they definitely announced a lot. Yeah, I on think this it's one. one of the reasons why I walk, I always walk away during E3's direct disappointed because I forget that they do this they four, four times a year. And, and we we they showed Luigi's Mansion stuff. They yeah. told you to get ready for it, and they showed uh, the town game looks particularly cool. Old Town Road. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what do they call it? Billy Ray Cyrus. Uh, that's, a song, that's a song right now. Yeah, John. man, I know. All right, it's a uh, little town it? hero. Yeah, what are they called it. Yeah, little town hero. I just yeah. Yeah, you did. It's full, man. Sorry, it's cool. Really tired. It's okay. And Overwatch. Yeah, what well, should be a new experience. Uh, you were skeptical on that room, I believe. Yeah, I'm still skeptical that like, I'm like, who's playing on that? I, I'm well, interested. The game came out in 2015, 2016. I guess put it this way, I'm like. I don't think they're having crossplay with that. I, I could be wrong. Maybe I don't know. Uh, but I'm just like I don't know who's getting it on there for for that. I've already like got right. It. <laughs> I yeah. did. I, I'll, I'll be interested to see how that community is. I mean, regardless, I love Overwatch. Well, so. it could be a new experience for Nintendo fans. <gasps> Speaking, Speaking of, of experiences, Nintendo has always been big on gaming as an experience. We might be getting the new experience that could be the successor to Wii Fit. They released a short video that featured people from across the globe. That's uh, around the world. Yeah, Sean. I know. I watched the same uh, video. Playing, John. Punk. playing with a ring and a <laughs> nice. leg strap that Joy-Con can uh, that Joy-Con can fit into. Be, 
to be able to track various body movements like pelvic thrusts. It's called that one guy was doing that. It was (laughs) called uh, Connect Fitness. The video showed many physical activities (laughs) to include running in place, doing yoga, dancing, lifting weights, and doing sit-ups and push-ups. The reveal showed that there would be more to learn come September 12th. Uh, Actually, I think that says learn.com. That says come September 12th. It does (laughs) say that. Um, it was, it was a def, it was an interesting video, um, because the device they were holding was, it caught my attention because it's, they were holding a big circle thing. And then I did notice that people had the Joy-Con strapped to their leg, kind of how like Laura Laura Croft (laughs) has a gun to her leg, right? And I go, well, why is this guy thrusting? And why are those people behind him cheering him on? Like, what's happening? Was he really thrusting? There, There was a guy doing like a hip pump. Type thing, I thought. Yeah, I wonder hey, girl, if um, do my hip pump. Yeah, because they're saying there's going to be more on September 12th. I wonder if they're smart because they, there's so they many. Are. They are. There's so many companies that are doing this. And to be fair to Nintendo, they've been mm-hmm. kind of doing the fitness thing in some capacity for years, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, if I were them, I'd have an app on iOS and Android that also like tracked your steps and things like that. And it's like, look. If you want the complete fitness package, here it is. You know, like and we love a good package here. You can take it. You can do it while you take your switch I with you. Follow that fast you enough? Can, do we? You can record it when you're on your phone. You know, whatever. And then when you want to do your main workout, come home, strap on these two weird things, <laughs> get into a swing. Do, Wait, what is going do your, on? Do your pelvic thrusts, and we're in business. <laughs> that's how. That's how. I would. Uh, that's how that worked. I, I hope the announcement. When we hear it on September twelfth, watch this. Look at this pivot. Here it is, ladies and gentlemen. John's pivot going off the pivot. Come on, cliff. I don't want to do it anymore. I don't want to do it. The floor is yours. Pivot time, John. Do it. I'm stunned that you would do this. Speaking of stunned, (laughs) gaming community is stunned, and that really includes us. Uh, The official PlayStation UK account tweeted and it's now gospel you see gospel sean yes means truth yes okay um it turns out that the x button commonly pronounced like i just did x should actually be referred to as a cross button as reported by Eurogamer. it does cross according to the tweet quote triangle circle cross square if cross is called x it's not then what are you calling circle end quote Oh, next thing you know, Nintendo's going to confirm that the SNES SNES is pronounced SNES. It's a SNES. John, if that happens, I'm tapping out. That'll be my last show. I'm I'm going to go to Kyoto <laughs> and I'm going to blow that. What? See, that's Japan. Chris, that's where Nintendo is. Yeah, I guess they can call whatever they want. Oh, you know, thanks. Uh, no one, is, no one else, no one else is, but they can. That you know. is deep. Yeah. I'm going to continue to call it the X button. Yeah. Oh, like when, when Tinley's um, holding the controller and she's controlling either like um, Netflix or HBO like she was today, I say the X button. If I say push the cross button, she's going to say what? Well, the rationale is that cross is uh, crosses the points at 90 degree angles mm-hmm. and the letter X doesn't cross each other with. It depends on how you write your X. That is true. You know, two things. Definitely two things. <laughs> yeah. Yay. Yeah. Speaking of two things, there's like a sequel, right? What? <laughs> Boo. <laughs> Tomb Raider Boo. sequel. Tomb Raider sequel gets uh, gets a release date. And this is the sequel to the movie, which I I liked. The one with the, the new girl. 
Alicia Vikander. That was a lot. She's, she's so not ugly. And <laughs> she acted. She First of all, she acted great. I think she was way better. And we talked about this in any Angelina Jolie. Well, the, version of Laura Croft. Yeah, I mean, that one was that one was campy and, and, and this it, one tried to, different time. It was a lot like the video game. Like it actually took a lot of the story from the video game, yeah. which made it really cool. And according to reports, the Tomb Raider movie sequel is getting a release date of March nineteenth, twenty twenty one. My ticket is bought, <gasps> and will be directed by Ben Wheatley. Who, uh, Chris? Who's Ben Wheatley? <laughs> I, I looked this up earlier oh. too. Production on the film is set to begin early twenty twenty. Alicia Vikander will be yeah, returning to baby. the title role. Woo! The original Tomb Raider film released in twenty eighteen to mixed reviews, although it may uh, it mad it made approximately two hundred seventy five million worldwide. That's a lot of I money. I did not expect a sequel to. Be becoming I, I thought this one did not There's money really, i didn't think it did well enough. It, it depends see this is how this works john it depends on how much they put into the movie that's true, true. versus how much they get they back. made right there's a simple that's equation called a dividend <laughs> and if that dividend get the skins and get the dividends wait that's a different thing <laughs> okay that's it john don't, don't don't say that again uh he he was a director of free fire <laughs> you, well, what he, is this the same guy i think I so yeah not. tim rayer too uh, uh, let's see, director. Let's look at. Oh, he did Doctor Who episodes. I knew that name sounded familiar. No, okay, they did. ABCs oh. of Death. Well, that's great. Uh, so he's is... been doing a lot of TV stuff, and it yep. looks like now he's making the job. Was he written? Writer. Uh, Downtown. Downtown Abbey. Yeah. No, no, no. I just time trumpet. Time, time trumpet? trumpet. I have no idea what that is. What is what that? Is he produced? Uh, ah! <laughs> that's the name of something he's produced so look these might be a lot of shows over in like britain yeah i would say he's probably a Briti- yeah he the looks fact like that post malone in essex with no <laughs> tattoos on his face <laughs> but like 10 years later when he's gained about 30 pounds maybe? yeah yeah old old post malone tattoo free <laughs> uh i mean hopefully he does it well uh, i really hope so because i like this movie I will say that, if I recall, is Deep Breath is like one of that's the twelve doctor. I'm glad you know that that you're you're. I'm trying to name an episode. I was trying to yeah. This is the that was the premiere episode Doctor Who for that doctor, and that was a Chris. That is a solid episode because it's got a dinosaur. It's got Peter Capaldi in it. Yeah, who's now apparently uh, what he's in the MCU now, right? Apparently, yeah. So good for him. I'm so hungry. <laughs> it's gonna be fine. That sandwich is gonna be fantastic. Are you going meatball? I might. Meatball's good. Well, you had already, meatballs you, you, today. Yeah, you did. Anyways, you had mac and cheese today too. Yeah. You guys should get some uh, new stuff. I know. Like days gone, right? Uh-huh. Days gone gets new stuff. Uh, days gone. <laughs> is that how they say it? Yeah, if you say the new stuff in the Days Gone universe, you have to say it like that. New stuff. New stuff. <laughs> days Gone will be getting a free update. Free That's update. right. Free means no money. That will include New Game Plus. New Game Plus on September 13th <laughs> and at least one gun and, and bike skin from Siphon Filter. What a random one. <laughs> the New Game Plus mode will allow you to replay with, quote, the advantage of previously earned weapons, bike upgrades, Nero boosters, skills, receipts, skills, <laughs> recipes, encampment trust and credits, collectibles, and trophy progress unlocked from the beginning. The mode can uh, be unlocked on any save file that has completed the 
quote, I'm never giving up storyline on any difficulty. Never I think you said that, right? You uh, never gonna let you uh, down. Uh, never gonna uh, run uh, around. No, uh, no. <laughs> I feel like it would really be, though, like what? It would be like, I'm never giving up. You know, be like that, right? He didn't sound like Did that. you finish that game or did I, just Chris? I, no, I had to trade it. I didn't finish that game. I, got, I was close to it and I was just like, this game never ends. I did. Yeah. I was like, I got to 50 hours. And I was like, you know what? I'm good. <laughs> I have, I've done plenty in this game. I don't need to see where this is going. Oh, <laughs> so you failed. Yeah. I failed after you failed. And I, I really got to play uh, some of these that you're about to talk about on the new consoles. I really need oh, to. Man. Every time I say that I need to play it, you give me that look. Oh, man. Well, I you know what was one of my favorite tours for back in the early 2000s, Sean? What's that? Daft Punk's Discovery Tour. You went to it? I did not, but uh, I've seen the videos. For well, speaking of Discovery Tours, <laughs> yeah, Since the we- best looking game on Xbox One X will be getting Discovery Tour this week as free DLC, allowing players to put combat to one side and learn about ancient Greek history in detail or detail. The mode will offer guided tours in five flavors. Philosophy, famous cities, daily life, uh, war, and myths. You can also choose to freestyle it. Yeah. <laughs> and roam the open world and learn things for yourself across 29 regions. The Discovery Tour comes with quizzes, so you have to pay attention. This mode was first introduced in Assassin's Creed Origins and has and has been used in, by some classrooms. Dude, if I was a teacher no, this, and I saw like this article, I'd be like, we're getting an Xbox One in the classroom. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Ubisoft <laughs> was uh, for the children. Yeah, man. So, so this mode, I don't know about this mode. We've never really talked about mm-hmm. it. You guys have never sold it to me. You're, you're not like fighting and doing anything you're literally going to learn mm-hmm. about the region of the game that in this case it's like what yeah. ancient egypt mm-hmm. uh no the next ancient one greece greece but the i plan Grecians. to I, I plan to give it a try this uh this weekend cool are you gonna give hey red, red dead online update us on that once you do okay <laughs> speaking of updates um red dead online's getting one the second best looking game on xbox one x that's up for debate. It's getting a new update that will showcase specialized roles coming to Red Dead Online, RDO. Mm. In an update titled Frontier Pursuits, players can specialize in one of three roles. Bounty hunter, trader, and collector. Nice. You, uh, nice. You, you are also getting a battle pass called Outlaw Pass. <laughs> this will allow players to earn XP and unlock rewards after completing various milestones. The first Outlaw Pass is happening now. It'll run through to November 18th and will cost 35 gold bars. I don't even have one See, because gold bar. this world I, I, existed before we switched to uh, give that man his yeah. money. <laughs> to, you know, a market the gold that standard? Was, yeah. Well, hey, yeah. I, I had a quarter in my pocket the other day, and it was a 1974 quarter. Uh, no kidding. It was, uh, and it's just cool to see like an old piece of, you know, like coinage from. That coin at this point, what's 20, 35 years old? 40? You spent it, didn't no, you? No, it's still on my counter. I couldn't spend it. I was like, it just looked and felt different. It was nice. It did. Uh, what year is that from? 74. That'd be almost and I thought, Yeah. And I thought, how? Think about that quarter put in production around that year mm-hmm. and then has made it to my pocket in 2019. It's a and journey, man. It really is, right? It is. It's nice. How many famous people? Do you think it had you that? You never quarter? know. How dude? many hookers do you think have used Seven. that quarter out of the How many bug cracks has that been in? That's nice. <laughs> How many? Uh, no, never mind. How many times do you think that thing has been traced with a pencil, 
and moved on a line up and down the bridge of your nose. Yeah? I never have done that way you just said. That's a fan favorite of mine. Oof. (laughs) Oof. Remember that movie Tango and Cash? We should make him read this. Akumi Nakamura... (laughs) The creative director of Ghostwire Tokyo is leaving the develop uh, leaving the developer. It's fine. After that's yeah. right. I just can't read. Yeah, just read what is there. I've been thinking about this a lot. This one? They can't read. I, no, possibly. You like Ghostwire Tokyo? I'm thinking that maybe we should pivot to just you doing the news from now on. Oh, not I'll write it, but you read it. Thinking about it. Okay. Uh, developer after nine years in a tweet Nakamura announced her decision Vito. saying quote <laughs> executive decision <laughs> sorry that was funny oh Vito yeah, yeah. yeah. Vito like you know X no. I'm just trying to get through this in a tweet Nakamura announced her decision saying quote after nine years as creative director and art director at Tango and Zenimax I <laughs> I felt there's one of <laughs> This is actually what it said. I know it's a little bit graphically challenged. I felt uh, grammatically challenged. I felt here is one of ends of the journeys. I learned uh, from the talented people I've worked with and I respect. Contact me if anyone wants to work with me. Shout out, homie. Bethesda also confirmed the news saying we can confirm that Nakamura-san has decided to leave Tango and we wish her the best of luck in whatever is next for her. Tango continues to be led by legendary Shinji Mikami. And his talented team in the development of Ghostwire Tokyo, we look forward to sharing more on what they've created in the coming months. That's nice. She made a big splash at E3. She was this bubbly, Very charming. stage personality, and everybody just fell in love with her. So, so I wonder if she's going somewhere because of that presence. I don't now. think she's got anything going on. It seems like there was something... Mm-hmm. There, the, the, the statement from Bethesda doesn't seem very celebratory. Is this more to the story, John? I don't know. I've got, nothing maybe, to, I've got nothing to report. So. No, I'm yeah. saying, do, you, do we have that inkling that there's something more I've, to this I've called for a quote. They, Bethesda hasn't called me okay. back. That's nice. Todd, Todd Howard's like, <laughs> no. I don't want to talk to Todd Howard. Pete Hines? I'll talk to Pete Hines. Uh, Pete Hines is cool. Yeah. He likes Doom. Yeah. He wouldn't leave anybody stranded. He, ooh, I, I, ooh. Speaking of being left stranded, John. <gasps> Death Stranding will have an easy mode. For Chris, it says two guys that couldn't get past the dang ogre. Uh, <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> that's, a, that's a fair point. That is a very fair F point. F that ogre. That ogre sucked. <laughs> Hideo Kojima. I could have said that any more, you know, country. Hideo. Hideo Kojima. Um, has revealed that Death Stranding will have a, quote, very easy mode. That is designed to accommodate movie fans who watch musicals named Chris, since in Kojima's mind, there may be players who don't usually play games playing this one. He cites this due to movie fans being drawn to the cast of characters. That actually makes a lot of sense. <laughs> no, it does. Yes, it does. This mode will likely be similar to Mass Effect 3's narrative mode. Uh, Death didn't Stranding. Know that was around. I didn't either. <laughs> Death Stranding will be released on November the 8th. Because see, Kojima is a guy who's considered one of the greatest developers of all time. That you hate. No. Yes. What? But but it seems like deep down he just wants to direct movies. In part, maybe. I think he wants to make uh, interesting experiences. Right. He wants to take media and, Dude, and make something unique. With being it. on that horse at Metal Gear Solid Five. Yeah. Was very cinematic. He, he, he is, Old Town Road was playing. Are you defending him? No. Because there's no need. I know he's fantastic. 
as I've said, which, need, but nobody it believes is, it. But this is a change for him because, you know, if you think about, like, for instance, if you wanted to do the easy mode ever in a Metal Gear game, you could do it, but you had to put, like, uh, in Metal Gear 5, you had to put a chicken hat on. That was, like, you know, like, so, you know, yes. the fact that he's actually putting this in there, I'm, I'm wondering if there's going to be a condition like that attached to it or or if maybe he's finally going, like, you know what, I... You, it's okay if you're not the greatest person at video games. I would rather you just check out what check I'm making. Check it out. Yes. I think there's a, something similar to that in the Wolfenstein series. Nine. Like the difficulty levels. Have you seen the easiest difficulty level in Wolfenstein? No, but... It's called Daddy, Can I Play? <laughs> but speaking of that, we got an update for the show. The do it? Oh, we finished. We, we beat Wolfenstein. Oh, ah, okay. Yeah. Great. Together. And that final boss fight was no joke. I've heard. It was, heard. It was, hard. It was pretty hard. I got the last kill shot. Yeah, you did. Mm. You can say that. You did. You absolutely did. <laughs> so lucky. Right. So Sean held down court, and then you just ran in at the very end. Oh, he was... I, me too. <laughs> it was... Where were you at the time? Were you well, just no. in the bathroom? No. <laughs> Are you doing the thing again? Like you act like you're John Rambo? I am John Rambo. <laughs> <laughs> you need that shirt. He needs that shirt. I am not John Rambo in Gears 5. Yeah, mm. pretty terrible. Too terrible. So, <clears throat> I'm just a little resistant to Gears Five. I'll get there. Speaking of resistance, oh. yeah, you got to do your own. You on are that one. you are projecting <laughs> resistance right now. As promised, uh, sorry, Capcom has released a trailer for Project Resistance ahead of its gameplay debut, debut at Tokyo Game Show. IGN gives a great description of the trailer, saying, "Quote: The trailer shows four characters in what appears to be an umbrella laboratory." <laughs> with make umbrellas <laughs> oh. oh man that's funny dude <laughs> they, they are repeatedly attacked by zombies and a liquor <laughs> <laughs> named Penny that appear to be unleashed by an unseen shadowy presence in a control room the person in shadow ends the trailer by putting on a pair of mechanical gloves that glow with red LEDs I almost said lids which are mirrored by two glowing red eyes beneath the brim of a tyrant's hat, seemingly suggesting that this antagonist has the power to control one of Resident Evil's most notorious enemies. <clears throat> the trailer further uh, teases the fan theory of Project Resistance being a four-player co-op game, possibly even a new Resident Evil Outbreak title. The situation in the video can certainly uh, certainly appears to be four-player horde-like situation. <laughs> And one of the characters' jackets looks like it could be a Raccoon University jacket, a location featured in Resident Evil Outback. Uh, Old Outback. Outback. Outbreak. Sounds delicious right now, doesn't Umbrella, it? Right? Umbrella Laboratory. He wants ribs tonight. <laughs> so, Wait, you eat, you eat ribs at Outback? I don't know. No, I usually just get steak. Thank you. I, I usually get flows. <laughs> flows flaming mignon. Yeah. I went to, <laughs> you like went to Outback with Chris once. You did. How yeah. was it? It's good. Yeah, I had to buy him dinner. Oh, you've been uh, twice because I lost a bet. Yeah, was it? Was it a recent bet? No, yeah. this was two thousand eight. Yeah. Lost another bet to Chris, and I never forget. He got dessert, <laughs> and he looked down at it, and he said before he consumed it, "I'm going to turn you into poop." <laughs> <laughs> and then he continued to eat it. That's nice, but. Uh, I hope they are Thunder not. From down on I just hope they're not getting greedy with Resident Evil because they have two solid titles, and I just feel like this is going to be a little bit well, wack, like wackadoo. They don't want to make 
a new Street Fighter, right? They just want that to be a service. So it feels like that's their one really big franchise right now that mm-hmm. they, they just know. We put stuff out. It can make money. And sure, like this might not make as much money as whenever they finally announce Resident Evil 8, right? But it will still probably have a large contingent that just checks it out. Yeah. Is this? No, this is not. Their heads could be in the cloud, though. Hey, man. Speaking of cloud! EA is in the cloud, for sure. EA has announced its cloud gaming technical trial. Um, it will allow fans to test out EA's cloud tech with such titles as FIFA, Titanfall 2, Need for Speed Rivals, and Unravel. Fans can sign up now for a chance to try it. The purpose of the test is to, quote, gather more input at scale to test performance and quality of service in a variety of network conditions on multiple server routing scenarios. The test will focus on PC, but the goal is to play anywhere on any device. EA wants to ensure that there is a strong quality of service in cloud gaming by being able to adjust to real-world, often less-than-ideal conditions, such as unstable bandwidth and network strength. The four mentioned games were picked to test many different types of genres. I like that EA is already making sure that they're the most hated person in cloud gaming, too, <laughs> just by being there. That's funny. <laughs> they They can't. Poor guys. This is getting to be real. Well, this cloud gaming is, you know, obviously it's inevitable. Why? Wave its future. Everybody's talking about it. We're going to talk it into reality. Mm -hmm. You know, it's one of those things. It doesn't have to be. No, it doesn't. And I, and I, I don't know. I'd prefer it not to be, I guess, if I'm being honest. Same, same. Yeah. But Mm -hmm. I think it's, I think it's just, I think next generation of consoles with Stadia and other platforms like this, um, next generation is going to be a very confusing time. And everybody's going to look at their balance sheets going, why aren't we making this type of money that we did last gen? And I don't know. Uh, This is when you got EA coming up. See, what it does now is every developer can come up with their own cloud service and keep all the profits for themselves. What does that do for Xbox bottom line? What does that do for PlayStation's bottom line? What does that mean for Nintendo who hasn't even... Join the discussion on cloud. Mm-hmm. And this is this is just going to be real messy. I Possibly. really think this is going to be. This isn't going from regular TV to HD to 4K. This is going to abandon a box and in, 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 in search in place of a invisible platform. And I think that the, the transition is going to be messy. There's going to be a lot of victims. I, I think after, sure. on, after this is all done, I think it derives from from greed. To be quite honest with you, oh, sure. capitalism. I, I, I think, yeah, I think the the <laughs> developers they, they they see exactly what you just said, and they go, "Wait a minute, we don't need Xbox anymore. Yeah, we can do our own thing, and that's going to be unfortunate." The, the the idea that it's for the gamer, uh, it's it's just a front. Yeah, it's um, it's a little it's it's a different topic per se, but you know, Directv, Dish Network, all these cable companies that we railed against for years going you're giving me all these channels i don't want and i'm paying this much money a year now we have all these subscription-based services that if you think about it you're going oh i want that i want that i want that i want that and in, mm-hmm. and in reality we're paying more money than we ever did yeah when we complained about direct tv i feel like when we complained about that stuff we weren't really specific enough about what we wanted not have our bills go up to two hundred dollars, and and that subscription nine ninety nine four ninety nine twelve ninety nine is now dipped into video games mm-hmm. with Game Pass, and, everything, and the next and, thing we're going to talk about. But you know what? About. As you said, like there's going to be some 
some bloodletting. It's going to be a bloodbath. There's but a lot of stuff th- that's not going to be around. This isn't the first time that's happened, and it won't be. I'm sure this won't be the last time. Like you know, you it's think been about a while you, since it's been it's the, yeah. since it's been this type of severity. The last time I can really I'm think thinking. of is is really just like PC gaming, right? Like everyone was trying to be the place to get your digital games and and mm-hmm. replace stores and all that, and Steam won that out, right? And I think it will be something like that again. Like everyone right now is coming into it. But if EA's service sucks, you know, it's not like EA is going to not put their games out in other places where they could be making money. Right. So I think that's what you'll see is that if EA's service sucks, then people won't subscribe to it. And either they'll just come into the fold and be like, look, we're a studio that makes properties that goes that go onto these uh on these other places, these markets still for sale, or maybe EA is the one who is the best at this. And in that case, you know, you think of someone like Valve, who went from this studio that was making great AAA games to the last thing they released of AAA experience was Dota uh, 2, and they make all their money off Steam. And, you know, as a company, they're perfectly fine and happy to do that, right? Like, you know, that. I, I totally get, especially for a company like EA uh, that is publicly ran and traded. It makes sense why they're doing this. Yeah, they got um, to. Yeah, they so, have to respond. I, I, I'll be amazed if they're the winners, just because. No, no, I, yeah. I don't think so. I, I, but I don't know that there's going to be winners as far as someone's going to be monopolizing the market. Mm-hmm. I think you're going to have. You'll get like a big three. Two, yeah, maybe a big two or three, and then these boutique companies doing this thing. Yeah. I think that's why Microsoft is kind of fading away from so much putting an emphasis on, like, yes, they're getting game studios and stuff like that, but, like, the way they used to do relationships, right? Just paying everything for third-party developers and all that. They understand that relationship is about to change immensely. Um, and who knows? Maybe in, like think of like something like nintendo or uh or playstation i I look at those two brands and i wonder what they're gonna be in five to ten years like Mm -hmm. is is nintendo a thing where like sure they'll have their unique little hardware thing but they they go hey we understand cloud gaming is really where it's at and we will make sure our games are also out there for you too so you don't have to worry about that i don't know it, it, I was sitting here thinking as we're talking, it, it, think about think about your whole life, like we're in our late 30s now, and as far as video games go, we've always had something that we held physically in our hands. Mm-hmm. And in the last few years, um, I know Chris has already been on the bandwagon. We've already said that about buying digital games. You started kind of being on it. Yeah. I don't like it. Um, I do it. I For example, this week, I, um, I bought or signed up finally for the games pass mm-hmm. the ultimate edition thing. So I could play gears early. Um, and I've had trouble with gears, not, not from a co-op standpoint, but just glitching in the game itself that I'd never experienced from a disc based game. Um, yeah, but that's not, I, I know, yeah. but in my mind, I'm going to correlate that thought. Mm-hmm. Even it may not be related at all. I'm talking about like Jack, the robot, mm-hmm. just missing abilities. For no reason on Star yeah. Up. Yeah, that's a Gears issue. It's a, it's a specific yeah. Gears issue, but what if, you know, the people who run the clouds have people who are supposed to handle these kind of issues for games we download, and then we go, oh, that's just an EA cloud issue. Mm-hmm. What if the quality of what we've expected kind of goes down? 
But what if it goes up? Because it could. You, it you absolutely could. I'm just saying, but from my my small sample size, mm. I'm not. I'm I'm seriously not excited about this at all. Yeah, I was. Ex- I'm and, I, and part of me is still excited about like Stadia, just to see what it can do because I do think this will be the start of something possibly good. And I know maybe I've just contradicted myself, but I don't know. In a nutshell, I'm I'm what? I want I want my box, whatever it is, with my controller, and I want to put something in the box. I think like <laughs> the interesting, I think it will be, we are probably the most unique generation because we really were raised in that, right? Like we're not from the early gaming, you know, while we may have experienced Atari and all that kind of stuff, we are from Ness up, I would say is where the bulk of our experiences are. Right. So yeah. we've seen everything change a lot, but you think of like kids today and like, you know, like for instance, just think of like your daughter, right? Like she doesn't, by the time she's remembering things like now, right? Like she doesn't really remember a, a world where there was such a focus on the physicalness well, of everything. You say that, and, and like all those kids, yeah, that's the way they're going. They don't care about mm. anything. Like, you know, they're not used to getting a game and opening it up and like, holy crap, there's like a 20 page instruction book. You're in right. Here. She doesn't. But yeah. I will say, well, we would say, we'll even say Jeff's son, right? Yeah. Both him and Tinley, they both love. Like being playing the physical games that we play, they love having the controller in their hand. Um, and and I know Jeff promotes buying physical games. Mm. He's one of those that won't ever trade anything in, which I think is kind of cool. But I don't know, dude. There is some truth there that the generation coming up, the younger generation, maybe not, maybe they won't miss it. Maybe they're going to embrace it more than we do, or the old timers holding on. Yeah. But at the same time, some a lot of that generation that's in the gaming you know, likes what we like about the consoles and the controllers and all that stuff. So I, I don't know. They need like that world where, where they can literally uh, just the same as they do with their mobile games. Now pull out their phone and be like, Hey, you know, here's Fortnite. Here's, here's the next star Wars battlefront. Here's, you know, whatever, take your pick. Uh, and it's right there on the fly whenever I want to play it. Not when I go home and my dad isn't on the TV or playing the game himself, right? Like that's what they want uh, because they understand that's probably what the youth is going to demand of them in the future. Maybe, but you know, when we were growing up, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. We were in the early, um, we were the early people in playing games where we, our parents, we were the pioneers, the pioneers Sean. of gaming in a way, as far as the, the group of people who bought the gaming systems. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And mostly in our households, we had one TV. So we did maybe have to sacrifice yeah. playtime. But now our generation has become parents and we're introducing our kids to gaming and we're introducing our kids to their own, you know, 4K 37 or 42 inch TV in their room with their own dedicated, you know, system. So I, there is hope there. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I think about that all the time. It's it's not really the topic, but I can't imagine my my dad worried about going to work, feeding his family, yeah. all this stuff. <laughs> and here we are. Yeah, literally worried about video Introducing games. Introducing our... I mean, my dad saw walked into my room. I'll never forget this. Mm-hmm. The other time he walked into my room. <laughs> <laughs> and you were like, it's not what you think, Dad. It's not what you think. Saw me playing Punch-Out, the NES game. Yeah. And he said to me, I'll never forget this, I never thought a game could look this good. Right. Because he, I mean, he, and we still, he still has it, uh, the original Pong system, that one-off yeah. thing with the knobs on both ends. and You, know. you go from a dot to that. Yeah, and he, he looks at that and goes, I never thought a game could look this good. Mm. And what are, we, what are we talking about? Ray tracing and all this stuff. I have no idea what ray tracing is, <laughs> and I talk about it like I do. 
it makes it makes but, it really uh, pretty. makes it pretty. This will be the generation mm-hmm. where the boxes are going to be the last boxes. I, I said, I said, I, I, I I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Oh. But I said a year ago, I, I, I asked Aiden. I said, would you rather? What would you rather do do without console gaming or games on your phone? And he didn't even hesitate. I'd rather do without console gaming. Yeah. I don't understand that. Yeah. I don't think he's wrong, but it's that generational thing that, you, you know, the generations are destined to leave the previous one behind. Yeah. Can't relate to them because they're spoiled brats. And their music sucks. <laughs> John loves Old Town Road. Speaking of uh, somebody intro Who knows in- a little bit about music? A new challenge. Yeah. <laughs> Finally! A little bit of arm movement, Sean. Nice. We do have a we do have a new challenger as far as subscription gaming goes. We do. They're coming in hot with these. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't. Not like even like just this one, but the other one they announced today. Yeah, right? I don't like this at all. Did I miss or the price that they announced? Not for oh the gaming. TV service. Yeah, what was, was that? How much was it? It's four ninety nine, and like they're leading off with uh, really that first movie they have coming out with Steve Carell and all that. I was like, man, that could be the kind of thing that gets nominated for an Oscar. It just looks that good. Uh, I so punch you in the throat. Four ninety nine. Yeah. It's like Steve Carell, Jennifer Aniston, well, and think Reese about Witherspoon. It. We're going to pay for the Apple yeah. TV. We're going to pay for the Disney TV thing. We're going to probably keep paying for Netflix. Um, we're going to be paying for online, the, any kind of gaming service gotta, we got. Well, well, I got to do some cutting. Yeah, as you said, like someone is going to lose out. There's just no way. And I think like right now when I look at TV, I think there's a possibility it will be Netflix that is the one long term that could be. If they don't keep it up, like they have to keep having they hit will. shows, because if you're looking at like Disney, Disney's got the king right now, right? Yeah. They're they're the people that uh, they're sitting over going, we got Hulu, we got your ESPN, and we've got your Disney. So we got your kids covered, you got you covered, Star Wars, Disney, yeah. like all the yeah, yeah. So you got that, <laughs> and then on the other side, you got Amazon. Well, Amazon isn't just TV, right? Like that's just one part why you're paying them. Speaking of a uh, kind of growing <laughs> with the times, I mean, Amazon literally started as a book company. Yeah, did it? Yeah, yeah it did. Like a like you could buy books. I remember this. My mom physical books. My mom is the first person I know buying stuff from Amazon, Amazon and then it turned into this. So. Yeah, then now they're about, A to Z. Tell us about Apple Arcade, John. Oh, this is me. I was trying to pivot to Sean. (laughs) Apple has announced more details concerning Apple Arcade in its keynote presentation yesterday. The platform will be a monthly service for $4.99 per month and will be a similar concept to Game Pass. Uh, Subscribers will have access to a curated library of games across any Apple device. The subscription can be shared with up to six players. It will launch on iOS 13 devices on September 19th. I'm interested to see how now. that does. Like, I'm not sure this is going to hit off as well. I don't know. But uh, in Apple, they do have a tendency to dip, kind of like Google, when something isn't working. Because I'm like, who's going to keep paying $4.99 per month for these games? Like, that's the question, right? Because most of the things that people play on repeat on mobile are free to play for that reason because they want your money (laughs) right so like if you like to me this seems like the thing you come in unless there's just 
so many great titles that maybe people would have missed that they'll check out or they're adding so much to it regularly. I don't know. Well, I think the free to play or free to start games will mm. not be included in the curated package. Yeah, yeah. It'll be games like um, that journey sequel. Stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, that'll be for this where it's a set price. But instead of the set price, your subscription allows you to play those. Yeah. Um, that's kind of how I envision it. Um, yeah. I know, because like, it's easier for me to justify the Xbox One. Um, and even, well, now Stadia's got its own thing. But like that concept makes more sense to me just because I guess I value those games a lot more, right? Like Because I'm like, man, if I get Fallout, if I've never played Fallout 4, that's like 100 hours of my life. That's more than a month that well, I would be playing. It. I mean, I think we could live in a world in the next in 10 years where the big three is no longer Microsoft, Sony, and Nintendo. Mm-hmm. But Google, Microsoft, and Apple. Yeah. And Amazon? Um, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I, Amazon has the money, but they don't... They their, have Their quality of their Bezos. service. They ship out of a warehouse. I mean, that's honestly what they do. Yeah. Yes. They Could have clouds a- everywhere. <laughs> They're... Uh, I think Microsoft's number one clouds, uh, you know, like databases. They're number two, I think, now. I mean, they're going to have the tech. Someone is using, regardless, even if they don't personally get in the gaming, someone's using their services. I don't know who, but someone is, right? Won't be Sony. They're they're with Microsoft. Yeah, I think they're going to be too late to the party once they get it up and running. Nintendo and Amazon merge. (laughs) John's eyes are like, dear God. My blood. I'm so scared. (laughs) Uh, You guys want to wrap this up? Never. Just to be safe. Okay. Emails! Electronic. Electronic mail future. (laughs) What is that? If you want to write your thoughts and opinions, you can do so by writing weeklygameschat at gmail.com. But we, I don't know how to say this now. <laughs> like we said. Oh, I, I forgot what we said. We're just going to go. To, we're going to go. To the, to the yeah, we don't have anything this week. So uh, if you want to write them in, please do. We always enjoy reading them. If not, you know, we got tweets too. Right, Sean? Yeah, man. Uh, just like at jshizmaniz. Uh, that's that's Jake. What's up? He said at Weekly Games Chat. Do you know why today is the best day to play Wolfenstein? Why, why? the date was oh, September ninth? I got it. And he said because it's nine nine nineteen. <laughs> that was nice. That was a good tweet. You will play um, the Wolfensteins. Yes. <laughs> so uh, you remember this past week? I I dropped the ball twice on getting the code out to everybody yes you john did. i watched you but i finally did i did a countdown to make sure everybody was getting the tweets if they follow us and finally um we did give out the code thank you again john for doing yeah. that um uh, at el piso mojado said that it was real awesome that you guys would do this thanks for everything you do and uh teach thank you so much for following us and, and everything you do um at mr underscore madesian or madsian um, finally has uh, downloaded Horizon Zero Dawn, the complete edition. Yeah. We were mentioned at a tweet where there's a picture of the download occurring on his PS4 or their PS4. Um, had it had it for months. 
they said, and they finally downloaded it and started playing. So that's pretty cool. I bet that was hot. Um, at Tyrannosaurus, um, also said great news for Chris because he, he retweeted the announcement from Hideo Kojima mm-hmm. that there's a very easy mode. That's funny. <laughs> um, and let's see here. I want I know we had some follows, some new follows. It's pretty nice at G Morlang. Thank you so much for the follow. Follow you back. You're a full-time Bugslayer, part-time podcast host, (gasps) dad and husband. Um, You love PlayStation and D&D. That's nice. Um, At Super Gamer B, thank you for the follow. Following you back. Um, Let's see. At HP Video Game Podcast. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much for the follow. Following you back. At CFAN in 1975. Following you back. Thank you so much. Um, At BSG underscore cast. That's Backstage Gaming Podcast. Thank you so much. Follow. Following you back. Um, at CJ Wilson VA, you're an actor. Um, you're a VA, a podcaster. It's nice. Thank you for the follow. Following you back. Wonder why? <laughs> I know why. I think I know why too, sir. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, that's nice. I don't think anything is breaking right now. Mm-hmm. Let me check the feed. I think we're good. I think that's it, man. We're hungry. Oh, there is going to be a KFC Colonel Sanders pop that's coming out. Apparently, yeah, I saw that. That's nice. I just saw that. Mm-hmm. Didn't mean to add that very late, but yeah. I think I'm good on the Twitter this week. Uh, I love that you guys interact. And, and uh, I did bring up to Chris, as you heard in the beginning, we have a fan. Let me see who it is. <coughs> Whitney? Yeah. Whitney. Yeah. Thank you so much for um, getting that information to us. We'll get you an address, and we're going to enjoy some nice some nice brews. There they are, John. Here they are right here. That's what we're going to be drinking soon. Make sure. I'm going to drink those. Yeah. yeah, we'll drink them that's Nothing. nice yeah all right we're good let's uh let's wrap this thing up properly chris and let's go get us some food uh this has been episode 221 a weekly game chat if you like the show why don't you subscribe to us on itunes or whatever podcast service you use and you'll get a new episode just like this one every wednesday for your listening pleasure 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 oh it's fine <laughs> uh while you're there if you want to really help the show you could rate or even review us. Sean prefers the five stars. I do. John nice. cries when they're not five stars. Well, he's a, don't make John cry. He's a you know, he's a little <laughs> yeah, he's yeah a I am baby sensitive. Yeah, yep. when it comes to that diaper change, please. Yeah. <laughs> why don't you love me? Love us. That's please. what he says. Like we're like John. I'm just going to get coffee. I'll be right back. Calm down. You drink coffee in the morning. I do too. It's nice. Yeah. Do you yeah. drink coffee in the morning, John? It's nice. Diet Dr Pepper. I don't trust anyone who doesn't have a cup of Joe All in the morning. <laughs> I used to be that guy, John, but coffee has changed my life. I wish I could quit it. <laughs> uh, if you want to watch us on Twitch, I think right now, uh, this past Monday, I went through the first act pretty much of Gears of 5 on there. Apparently, we got up to like 10 people at one point. I was, it was popping off. I was like, people can watch me be terrible at these. Yeah, man. That's how that works. You got to, yeah. you got to stick at it and you'll get followers and viewers. And it may be a few years before we get into the hundreds, Chris, but we're going to be there. I think we're in the hundreds. I mean, at, at one oh. time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. One time, Chris. True. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not dedicated enough to be that person, I think. Uh, that said, if you want to check it out this week, probably be doing Borderlands, I'm sure, next Monday. So about 7, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Why don't you roll over to twitch.tv slash weekly games chat and you can join the fun. Who knows? Maybe Sean will join me on the Borderlands. Looting! Looting the, is fun! On the PS4s. Or or I might even reach out to old Platinum and see if uh, 
if he wants to, if he cares, you know, like we I'm, I'm buddy out. up. You know, like I love, what? I love Platinum. Why do you hate Platt so much? I love Platt. You, you're he's on, a, you're on his Discord now. He's, with he's me. a fantastic young man. He is. <laughs> is that funny for me to say, young man? The future yes. is in good hands with him. It really is. That was a, it was a joke to catch him off guard when he heard this. It's been fun to watch him on the streams lately because you could just tell he started law school and he's just like, hey guys. Hey guys, it's fine. I really shouldn't be doing this. Fine. I should I should be sleeping. Right I'm gonna now. play I'm gonna play for a minute, guys. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Just for a minute. I just just have fun minute. have fun time. Just a tip. Just a tip. <laughs> Best game ever. Yeah. Woo, town ten. Uh and of course if you want to rise on all the social medias, Twitter, Facebook. All of them. And then just search weekly games chat. And if you want to converse with us in the written form on the fly, you can do so by joining our Discord. There's a link on the Twitter page, but you can also just go to Discord and search Weekly Game Chat, and it should pop up. If it doesn't, I'm so please please let us know, so then I can figure out why it doesn't pop up. That's the same with any broken links. I always say that, because it's good to know when your links are broken. Uh, until next time, I will simply say, game on, Sean. Game on, Christopher. Only my mom calls me that. <laughs> <laughs> Game on John Uffin. Game on Chrissy Poo. Only my Game John on calls sweet me that. Sean of mine. Game on Johnny Bear. O- only John calls me that. <laughs> Your mom's <laughs> Peace out, everybody. Thug life. <laughs> <laughs>